Hi, and welcome to the Building Gen Wealth Podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a Latina money coach for ambitious, driven women of color who want to do more with their money. In this podcast, we'll dive into all things money, from tackling debt, to increasing your savings, to learning how to invest so your money works for you, as well as the mindset you need to unapologetically build generational wealth as a woman of color. I'll help you build a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the BGW Podcast. So in today's episode, we're going to continue off with how to choose investments. And so last week, last week we talked about um, active investing versus passive investing. Um, and I really helped you guys just kind of see a little bit more the strategies behind investing um, and how they differ from one to the other, right? And so active investing, just to kind of recap, was um, just you you investing in mutual funds that are actively managed, which means a fund manager is actively putting together the investments into that mutual fund and essentially just kind of like picking what they think is going to be like this winning strategy and, you know, getting people on board and and getting people bought into that fund. Um, On the contrary, or the opposite, is a passively managed mutual fund, which is essentially just a fund put to still put together by a fund manager. But instead of this fund manager like coming up with this winning strategy, they are just copying what um, is like what is called an index, right? They copy a stock market index, which is just a list of companies. that are, you know, listed on like, for example, an S&P 500 is a stock market index. It is a list of 500 companies, an actively or a passively managed fund would essentially just be you grabbing those 500 um, companies, buying the stock from each one of them, putting them in a mutual fund and packaging together this passively managed fund. And so there's just different, um, you know, there's pros and cons for investing in an actively managed fund versus a passively managed fund. And that is like one way to like choose what you want to invest in. So that was a recap from last week. If you want, you know, to dive a little bit deeper on that, I definitely recommend listening to that episode. But today I want to talk about just the different, um, the different ways in which you can diversify your investments. So one way to choose investments is by, you know, going based off like, is this an actively managed fund or a passively managed fund? The other way to choose investments, like another layer would be, okay, do I want exposure to different parts of the market? Which parts of the market? What types of, um, assets do I buy? What type of investments do I buy? And so I just want to break this down with um, like a puzzle piece or just like a puzzle, the idea of a puzzle. So picture a um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, an eight piece puzzle. Like imagine it, right? Like there's like different pieces, like there's the corner pieces, there's the middle pieces, and just imagine like the puzzle shape. Okay. So you got that in your head. Now I want you to like, think of that as your investing portfolio, right? Like you have this eight piece puzzle piece and don't get hung up on the eight. It could be three pieces. It could be four pieces. It could be eight. It could be 10. I just happen to pick eight. 
Um, but picture this puzzle piece and each piece is exposure to a different asset. So you have one puzzle piece that would give you exposure to U.S. stocks, U.S. equity, right? Like this is United States equity, it's United States stocks, it's giving you exposure to the companies in the U.S. that sell stock. Another puzzle piece is going to give you exposure to international equity or international stocks. So when I say equity, I want you to think of the word stocks, like it's the same thing. Um, another puzzle piece, so the third puzzle piece would give you exposure to U.S. bonds specifically. Bonds are different than stocks. They work differently. They grow differently. Um, they're just different investment products. But this third puzzle piece gives you exposure to U.S. stocks. This fourth puzzle piece gives you a little exposure into international bonds. Then you have the, this fifth puzzle piece that gives you exposure to what is called REITs, real estate um, investment trust, which is just another way to invest in real estate without actually like buying physical property. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five. The sixth puzzle piece is giving you exposure to commodities. So things like water, oil, um, you know, that can be a part of your portfolio or your puzzle piece. The seventh is going to be um, alternatives. So this would be something like crypto or art or, you know, just like um, different ways to invest that aren't necessarily tied to the stock market. And then the third part or the eighth part of your puzzle piece is going to be like cash or short-term like investments. Um, so that is essentially the way that you want to think about your portfolio. They're just like puzzle pieces that all come together to make up your portfolio. And each puzzle piece gets to be as big or as small as you want, or you could just like remove it completely, right? Like you could decide, Hey, the investments that I have invested in, in my Roth IRA or my 401k are going to be made up of us equity, international equity, and us bonds. Like that is the exposure that I want to have inside of my account. I want to be exposed to us um, equity, international equity, and U.S. bonds. And so now you've taken this hypothetical eight-piece puzzle arrangement and really just like said, hey, instead of it being eight pieces, like it's going to be three big pieces. Like all of my money is either going to be invested in things that expose me to the U.S. Um, stock market, to international stock market, or to the U.S. bond market. Like those are the, the ways in which you're going to build your portfolio. And this is uh, important because you get to decide like how how diverse your portfolio gets to be, right? Like you get to decide how to combine these. And there, there's like definitely ways to approach this, right? Like you want to consider like, what is your timeline look like, right? Do you have 10 years to invest, 20, 35, uh, 30 comma or five years? <laughs> um, do you like you also want to consider what are your goals? Like, is it to preserve your capital or is it to grow your money? Um, you also want to consider what is your risk tolerance, right? Like, 
do you feel like you can really stomach some market volatility as you know you see your stock markets grow in value but then also like lose value like how well do you handle that so you want to ask yourself all of these questions um, because this is going to help you determine like how much um, exposure do you want to certain parts of the market right um, and so we're just gonna take these three these, these three um, sections like U.S. equity, international equity, and bond equity. And we're going to say like, you're going to create a portfolio that is just going to expose you to those three sections. Um, you're going to forget about short-term cash. You're going to forget about international bonds. You're going to forget about commodities and REITs and alternatives. And you're just going to like say, hey, in my Roth IRA, I'm going to pick these three areas. And so now... I want you to like picture like a uh, um, like a rectangle or a square, however you have like kind of shaped your puzzle, and um, you're gonna create now a puzzle that has three pieces, right? So one of them is probably in the middle. It has its like little like puzzle form. One of them is you know um, on the other side, and then the other side. And so now you have this three piece puzzle. And one piece represents U.S. equity, the other international equity, and the other U.S. bonds. And so now you get to, like, we're going to zoom in to the puzzle piece that is the U.S. equity puzzle piece. And so this is now where you kind of branch off to different types of U.S. equity um, or different types of investment products that expose you to U.S. equity. So for example, if you wanted to, you could make this puzzle piece um, out of like just all individual stocks, right? Like all of the things that you're investing in that expose you to the U.S. stock market are just going to be individual stock pieces. Um, but that can be a little bit one hard to build, right? Cause you're going to pick a lot of stocks. So that might not be the route that you choose. You might say, Hey, this U S equity puzzle piece is going to ma be made up of two mutual funds. One mutual fund could be, um, um, uh, S and P 500 mutual index fund that exposes me to the 500 largest U S companies. And the other mutual fund could be the, um, like a, U.S. mid-cap um, index fund, and that is um, a U.S. stock mid-cap index fund, which is essentially just a mutual fund that gives you exposure to companies um, in that fund are going to be like mid-cap, mid, um, which means just like the, the market capitalization is not the highest it could be and not the lowest, but kind of like ranging in the middle. So you could say, you know, that's the way that you're going to put together that puzzle piece. And so the reason why I wanted to like explain it through this analogy is because you are essentially taking a three piece puzzle piece, grabbing one of those pieces. And now that piece, that puzzle piece becomes its own puzzle piece, right? So like inception a little bit. <laughs> And this is important to understand because you want to look at your portfolio as like a big picture, right? Like what am I being exposed in, exposed to? And then like diving deeper, uh, you ask your question, you ask yourself the question, like what is exposing me to U.S. equity? And it could be a variety of things, right? It could be some individual stock. It could be some mutual funds. It could be some index funds. It could, could be some ETFs. It could be, you know, you're investing in a mutual fund that just gives you a lot of exposure to the technology sector or to the communication sector. So how you 
create that exposure to the U.S. equity is going to depend on just like, you know, what what you want to do and how you want to shape it. And you can get as layer deep as you want to. But if you're listening to this and like getting a little overwhelmed, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wouldn't know what to pick. No problem. (laughs) Because you can also just like buy a mutual fund. There's a there's a product called a total stock market index fund, which is essentially just a mutual fund that has all of the US stocks in that mutual fund. And so if you buy that mutual fund, it's it's just like you would be buying every single um, stock in the US market. And so this would essentially just allow you to buy one fund and let that one fund expose you to all of the companies in the U.S. stock market. So you can keep your puzzle piece, like your U.S. equity puzzle piece, like as, um, you can keep it as one puzzle piece, or you could break that puzzle piece into like different types of puzzle pieces and assemble like your exposure to the U.S. equity, the U.S. stock market in a lot of different ways. I'm saying that, and I'm like breaking it down in that way, because I want to show you that like investing can be as easy as you want it to be or as complex or strategic and, you know, complicated as you want it to be, right? Like there is no right or wrong way of doing it. Like you can get the same amount of growth or not the same amount, but like you can get growth in both scenarios, whether you keep it super simple and super like high level, or you get really intricate, start learning about different sectors of the stock market, start learning about different industries, start learning about financials and communication and technology. Like you could really get um, very specific or you could keep it high level. In both scenarios, you will still have your money grow, right? I want to say that again. In both scenarios, you will have your money grow. And I think that's the, the the key thing here. The thing to remember is that like putting your money in the stock market ultimately is just like helping your money grow by, um, you know, just like using that money to invest in companies who then grow, create profit and like share that profit with you. And that is ultimately going to be the thing that just like helps you create and build wealth. Um, but yeah, going back to this puzzle piece arrangement, just like we did the U S equity puzzle piece. Now you're going to do the same thing with the international, um, equity puzzle piece, right? So this is the second puzzle piece of your three, um, piece puzzle, that puzzle piece that's international equity. That would also be made up of like different ways to invest in international equity. Right. And so this is where now you would ask yourself the question, like, do I want to invest in like, um, you know, uh, emerging markets? Do I want to invest in developed markets? And you'd learn the difference between the two and, and, and how you want to expose yourself to the international markets. Um, and so that would help you start deciding how to like put together that puzzle piece, right? So you have like your international equity puzzle piece and you could say like, do I want to invest in a fund that gives me exposure to like a lot of different international equity or do I want to get a little bit more granular and say, okay, I want to invest in these particular countries, in these particular stocks. Like again, you can get as simple or as complex as you want. And then let's say we dive into the third um, puzzle piece that would be U.S. bonds, and so this is where 
you would just like assemble this puzzle piece as a, um, you know, like exposure to the bond market in the U.S. And so you could just, you know, same thing, ask yourself the question, what type of bonds do I want to expose myself to corporate bonds, government bonds, like, and you start kind of getting intricate or again, keep it super high level and simple and say, I'm just going to invest in a fund that gives me exposure to all of the bonds in the stock market. And so, um, if you decided to keep it very simple, very high level, and this is what a lot of people do is they just build a portfolio like the the only three funds that they buy in their portfolio is a US total stock market index fund, a international total stock market index fund and a US total bond market index fund. So you you have three index funds which essentially make up um your three piece puzzle and each fund it represents the whole puzzle piece right so you have one total um, stock market index funds that represents the whole US equity puzzle piece you have one total international stock market index funds that represents the international equity puzzle piece and then you have the one total uh, bond market index funds that represents your U.S. bond puzzle piece, right? So we're drawing a parallel here, puzzle piece to actual fund. And if you if you had a portfolio that only had those three funds, it would be called a three fund portfolio. And a three point three fund portfolio is super common and um, very much used when you are putting together a a like you know, like um, when you're deciding what investments to choose or buy in your Roth IRA or your 401k, because people really like the simplicity, right? Like I need exposure to these three sections of the stock market and I'm just going to, you know, buy one fund that gives me exposure to the total U.S. stock market. I'm going to buy another mutual fund that gives me exposure to the total international market. And I'm going to buy one bond index fund that's going to give me exposure to the U.S. bond market. And that's it. Easy peasy. That's all you do. But I wanted to like explain this with the puzzle um, analogy to help you see that like if you keep things simple, you would have three puzzle pieces that made up your portfolio. But if you wanted to get more intricate, then you would have a puzzle piece within a puzzle piece <laughs> or a puzzle within a puzzle piece, right? Because your U.S. equity would now be made up of three pieces and that piece, that those pieces would be, you know, uh, a section of individual stock, um, a fund that gave you exposure to the U.S. tech sec- um, industry, and then a mutual fund that gave you exposure to the S&P 500 companies. And so that would be the way that you decided like, okay, these in these three ways, I'm going to get exposure to the U.S. Um, US stock market or U.S. equity. So it really just can be as easy or as intricate as you want it to be. So I hope this um, analogy of this puzzle it explained, um, helped you kind of see it a little bit, um, you know, a little bit more clear. And so now when you're looking at maybe the investments that you'll have in your 401k or your 403b or your employer plan, um, you want to look to see like what fund does this give me exposure to? It's 
typically going to be, you know, either um, U.S. equity, international equity, U.S. bonds, international bonds, REITs, commodities, or cash um, that'll, that you'll find in there. And that'll be like a really great thing to even start looking at now, just going into your, you know, your portal where you can like check this out and see, oh, okay, like this fund, it's giving me exposure to domestic equities or international equities. Um, but that is a like you deciding what parts of the stock market you want to have exposure to is a way to start choosing investments, right? Not only do you want to look at like which ones are actively managed and which ones are passively managed, you also want to look at what exposure do these investment products give me like access to. So hopefully, um, yeah, this really helped with like, um, understanding a little bit more and, and, you know, visualizing the puzzle pieces helped. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, um, just keep talking about the ways to choose investments, right? Cause there, I think this is like the part where people get really tripped up and it's just cause you don't understand. So, um, so yeah, just understanding there's different ways to choose whether it's like active investing and passive investing versus like what, um, you are being exposed to. We're also going to talk about like the fees to look for, um, and all of those things just to get you more comfortable about like what you're building. I think the, the way that I look at investing is like, I'm building a, I'm building a portfolio that really is going to create a lot of growth for me and I can do that in a way that's safe and um, simple because I've just created a way to understand these things that doesn't feel overwhelming, right? Like it makes sense for me to choose this strategy of investing versus the other, because I understand, you know, this concept better. It makes sense for me to buy these type of investments because that's what the investments I want to use to expose me to the U.S. to U.S. equity or to international equity, right? And so you just want to get comfortable with like the framework of how you're building something because then like choosing an investment doesn't feel as scary because you're like, you have like boundaries and frameworks to work off of. So yeah, that's what we're going to keep covering um, next week or maybe the week after because I have an idea for next week's podcast about um, money goals specifically. Um, but also if you guys have ideas for podcasts, I know one of you guys has messaged me for an idea for a podcast, which I am working on. Um, but yeah, always feel free to, to like just DM me and say, Hey, I would really appreciate a podcast on this. I, yeah, I would love to hear from you guys. Um, but the next week is going to be about money goals. And then the week after that will close off with how to choose investments. But I hope you guys are having a great start to your week and I'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out. If you're ready to get serious about your money, but you need the support to make it happen, I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. In this program, I help you build the confidence around your money so you can start building a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Just head over to atbuilding.gen.wealth on Instagram and apply in the link in my bio. I'll see you there.